and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I am Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of TTELT, and I'm here today to share with you about the topic, Acquiring Fluency with Jazz Chants. So, to start off, we're gonna talk about what are jazz chants, define our terms, give you a little historical perspective of how and where they started, explain the value of integrating jazz chants into your English classrooms, show how jazz chants can be used to teach vocabulary, grammar, culture, and more. And I'm gonna share with you how you can stay tuned for our workshop on jazz chants, where you'll have a chance to create your own chants for all ages and levels of students relevant for your particular classrooms of students. So let's dive in. What are jazz chants? In case you want the Oxford University Press definition, they define jazz chants as snappy, use our snaps, upbeat chants and poems that use jazz rhythms to illustrate the natural intonation patterns of conversational English. A jazz chant is really just naturally spoken American English in this case, and useful language with rhythms for students to acquire language fluency. I have several links which are posted in our notes from the originator of jazz chants, Carol Graham, excuse me, Carolyn Graham. She was originally a jazz musician in New York City, and she also was an English language teacher. So she combined jazz and English teaching, namely the creation of jazz chants. Also on the American English State Gov website, there is a link to a PDF file explaining in-depth applications of jazz chants. I'll let you do a little homework on those before our workshop. I'm gonna give you a quick clip of Carolyn Graham as she introduces the concept and I'll take it from there. So here is Carol Graham giving a beginning explanation. Sorry about that. Kellen chants are really very simple. That is, the language we're talking about is the everyday natural spoken language. Nothing fancy, nothing complicated. Natural spoken American English with an awareness of the rhythm which is in there. They have a lot of advantages. One of the big ones is you can work with any sized classroom. A lot of teachers are dealing with 50 students, 100 students, no blackboard, no equipment. But you see, with jazz chants, you don't need a blackboard. You don't need equipment. All you need is yourself, the rhythm. The thing I love about this video is... So that's a quick introduction with Carolyn Graham. You can watch her full video and 
learn more about it in our upcoming workshop. But until then, I'll give you some brief benefits of jazz chants. As she mentioned, they use real naturally spoken language. I'll give you a quick example. Most of you are familiar with the song, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. So let's turn this into a jazz chant. First, you start with a rhythm. I used to do one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. You can do this a number of different ways. I'm doing it tapping on my computer and clapping my hands. You could do it tapping on your desks. So you get the rhythm set with the students and then you start uh, with the song. So ready? One, two, three. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. And you can do this very slowly, okay? If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your life will really show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. See how easy that is? But it's very um, important that you get the rhythm first to set the stage and do it slowly so the students can capture the rhythm with the songs as you build them and not necessarily songs. In this case, it was a song, but normally it can just be a chant. They can be used, as you mentioned, in classes of all sizes and all age groups. You don't need any resources, which is so important for a lot of us globally that don't have a lot of resources. You don't need Wi-Fi. All you need is you and your rhythm. And you also don't need any special musical ability, which I don't have. So if I don't have it, you don't have it, don't worry about it. You don't need any special materials. You just need your voice and some rhythm. They're short, catchy, and they incorporate memorable rhythms, which are adaptable to target grammar points, pronunciation channels, specific vocabulary, and verb tenses. For example, they also allow for creativity. And in one of my earlier episodes and workshops, I talked about thinking outside the box. This is a perfect example for you and your students to think outside the box, because you can allow your students to create them and teach them to the rest of the class. For example, when we talked about if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Now break your students up into pairs or small groups, have them brainstorm adjectives such as tired, sad, whatever the cases might be, and then a command related to that adjective. So for example, I'll say, go back to the rhythm one, two, three, four. If you're tired and you know it, go to sleep. If you're tired and you know it, go to sleep. And you can act these out. You can model going to sleep, all sorts of things. But that's just a quick example. You can have competitions and have students teach each other their jazz chants in groups, do performances. It's a lot of fun for all ages. Why jazz chants are good to use they support the development of natural spoken language and pronunciation. They build vocabulary and natural fluency. They're short, easy to remember, and fun to practice. You can do them with charades, building in like TPR, where people have to guess what they're doing, acting out the words tired or happy, for example, have competitions and performances, see, have vote on which is the best jazz chant of the class. There's so many fun ways you can engage your students with these. 
when you can use them at the beginning of the lesson to introduce a grammar point that you want to teach for the day or pronunciation practice or a topic for the day or as a practice after teaching the grammar point you can practice it through a jazz chant as a check for understanding to see if your students really get it it's a great informal assessment and or as a way to end your class finally as a homework assignment is also a great way have them go home brainstorm 10 more adjectives and commands with their brothers and sisters or parents that they can share back in class and small groups and their partners and then perform for the rest of you. How do you use them? You can use them, you can write them on the board for visual learners. You can chant them with the class for your auditory learners. And another example, you can make a class book of jazz chants for everyone to learn from. I'm gonna give you a couple more quick examples. One, teaching the language focus is teaching the contraction for the verb to be. For example, I am, I'm, you are, your, he is, he's, right? So again, I'm gonna do the one, two, three, four rhythm very slowly. And I'm going to teach you this jazz chant. Ready? I am, I'm, rhymes with time, you are, your rhymes with door he is he's rhymes with please she is she's rhymes with cheese we are we're rhymes with dear they are there rhymes with hair bravo so see how fun these can be and you can do them as total physical response having people point to their hair say please model things, bring some cheese to class. All right, there's lots of extrapolating ways you can integrate these into your class. I'm gonna do another example with irregular verbs and a simple two count. Again, I'm gonna give you one more way, just do it to like a snap and a clap, snap and a clap. One, two, one, two. Set the rhythm first. That always takes a few seconds to a minute with students. Get everybody doing the rhythm before you introduce the words, because it gets really confusing when you do both at the same time. All right, ready? Say, said, stop on red, eat, ate, don't be late, break, broke, have a Coke, take, took, learn to cook, speak, spoke, tell a joke, write, wrote, Get off the boat. Good job. And again, this provides a way for students to hear all these irregular verb tenses without worrying about memorizing them. They become subconscious. So quick summary of our tips for why jazz chants are so impactful for language acquisition. They lower the anxiety, going back to Krashen's affective filter hypothesis, they create a self, excuse me, safe, sheltered environment for students to learn. The focus is on singing and on tunes and rhythms rather than on a grammar point or memorizing verb tenses or writing them. There's a lot of subconscious learning that takes place, both of pronunciation, verb tenses, sentence structure, grammatical structures. They inherently are motivating for students and provide student confidence and their abilities 
to, for example, learn these irregular verb tenses subconsciously without having to memorize and forget, is that ed was the past tense verb or for this verb. They build on background knowledge and interests of students and they encourage active participation, which naturally builds a community of learners, very important for keeping your students engaged. So in our workshop on April 23rd, you'll have a lot of chances to develop your own jazz chant for your students. We look forward to having you join us. That's, that'll be 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And have you teach us. Remember that everything you teach has a much higher retention, up to 90% higher than if you're just listening and learning. We have resources for you that'll help you prepare and practice on our notes page. Stay tuned for some upcoming workshops. The first one in April will be April 2nd with me on thinking outside the box. If you haven't already listened, you can hear our episode, which is on our website on thinking outside the box. And then I will engage you in more in-depth hands-on practice of ways you can think outside the box. This is on offered two times, either April 2nd at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or April 3rd, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to provide an opportunity for listeners around the world to engage with us. Another upcoming workshop is April 6th at 2 p.m. GMT, which is 8 a.m. Central or Chicago time. This is a workshop on intercultural communication tips with Amy Alice Chastain. Another one in April, Friday, April 17th, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with Jesus Villegas, creating a photography club. And once more, my workshop will be April 23rd, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, acquiring fluency skills with jazz chants. Sign up for these workshops on our events workshop page, ttelt.org. At the end of every month, we have TTELT Talks. This month will be April 24th, Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we engage with you from our teachers from around the world on topics that interest you. We have great discussions. We'd love to have you join. Don't forget that we are now an official 501c3 under the name of Rhodes Education Foundation. All donations are tax deductible. When you donate either through our Facebook page, which is Rhodes Education Foundation or at ttelt.org, your contributions go not only towards continuing our podcast development and workshops for all of you, as well as our new professional development courses for credit, where you can get university transcripts for one credit and engage in asynchronistic courses. Gina and I recently developed one entitled Engaging Teaching Tips for English and Foreign Language Teachers that started March 1st. You can join in anytime and you have a full year to complete the course. We'd love to have you join. You can submit your assignments online and we will respond in a very timely fashion for you to complete your coursework within the quarter if you're very motivated. Two other courses that are available. One is engaging and motivating your English language learners 
for academic success. And the other is memories and dreams, honoring your past, designing your future, a social emotional learning project. Sign up with us on, on our notes page for any of these professional development courses. Join the TTEL team with a voicemail or a TTELTinfo at gmail.org. Send us an email. Subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. Join our Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter. We'd love to have you participate with us. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Dr. Eileen Hale, COO of TTELT. Look forward to seeing you in our workshops and hearing from you in our upcoming episodes. Have a great day. Thank you. All right.